0: It's team selector time Chelsea versus Liverpool Carabao Cup final at Wembley Stadium tomorrow. This is potentially a huge game for Chelsea and I know it is a huge game for Chelsea whatever happens but I think the significance if Chelsea were somehow able to end their Wembley curse beat Liverpool which in itself is a a big feat given their current quality and lift that silverware I think It will do so much for the club and I hope that the players are not overawed by that potential significance and if Chelsea do achieve that, we see that come to fruition. Like It doesn't mean that Chelsea lifting the Carabao Cup tomorrow resolves all of our issues. All of the frustrations and disappointment we've had over the past 18 months goes away and Chelsea are now a perfect club again, but I think it would do a lot to alleviate a lot of the stress and a lot of the concern and just give fans a very authentic, happy day that would make people realise and remember the, the good times at Chelsea. And I do, I have seen people pointing this out as well. I mean, as, as much as we've criticised Chelsea this season, as much as we've bemoaned the situation Chelsea are in, the fact that we're still in a cup final kind of tells you something again that, you know, Chelsea are a pretty weird club at times. Despite all of the analysis around us, we can still compete, and and I and I think that in itself is a positive. But of course, as Pochettino said himself in the pre-match press conference, finals are not for playing well; they're for winning. It's a very Mourinho quote. I almost think that's an accurate Mourinho quote. You may have read what Mourinho said pre. The Liverpool League Cup final in 2005 what he said pre playing Spurs his Spurs side back in 2015 and um, there are some nice parallels there the fact that Pochettino's only domestic final in England with Spurs came against Chelsea in the League Cup of course JT, Diego scoring that day One of the last two times Chelsea won a domestic cup final at Wembley, the last one being against Man United under Antonio Conte in 2018. It's been a very long time, and it's hard to know why Chelsea have been so bad at Wembley because we're we're talking about different players here. Not all of those teams were exactly the same. Conte's title-winning team lost at Wembley. I know this wasn't part of the six-game winning um, losing run, but. Frank Lampard, of course, in the lockdown season, the FA Cup final, that's where this losing run began. We've had a couple of close games against Liverpool, two penalty shootouts, which could have gone another way. So I think, it, unfortunately, it has culminated in this pressure that we have to win tomorrow to end this horrendous run. But it is what it is. But you have to also factor in that Chelsea, this group of Chelsea players, actually few of them were there for the last time, given how much of a squad turnover there has been since the FA Cup final in May of 2022. Let's look at Liverpool. Um, there wasn't a lot to go off with Pochettino's press conference, to be honest with you. The biggest team he gave was around Thiago Silva. We'll get to that with my team selector what I think about a potential silver return but in the case of Liverpool they do have some injury concerns but the way the media has been covering it has been the usual fawning and pandering and bending over backwards to talk about how wonderful Liverpool is how much sympathy we should all have for Liverpool. Liverpool are the favourites for this game and I fully expect that Mo Salah, Darwin Nunez, Dominic Zoboslai will all be featuring in some capacity in tomorrow's game. That helps Chelsea if Mohamed Salah ain't playing because of course he is their top goalscorer but the idea that Liverpool are suffering an injury crisis anywhere close to what Chelsea have, basically all season, what Man United have all season, what Newcastle have all season, is just farcical. But again, we we know this with the with the media with Liverpool, right? They 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 focus in on Liverpool's weaknesses, they they highlight them as if they're something unique and something different, and they're suffering from something that no one else can, so they deserve sympathy. They don't. They're going for a Premier League title. They have great players. They have a great head coach. And if they lose tomorrow, they would have been undone by a Chelsea team. He probably shouldn't be beating them. So that that's the reality. They are not underdogs for this game. So any chatter about that is just absolutely farcical. But, you know, Liverpool did comprehensively beat Chelsea last time. And I think the big, the big thing I've been thinking about is how do Chelsea try and prevent that happening again? I think John McKenzie made a really good point from Tifo about why Liverpool give more problems to Pochettino's Chelsea than, say, Man City do. Man City are a lot more about retaining... At times quite passive possession whilst Liverpool are a lot more run and gun kind of in your face direct style of football there was a simplicity when watching back the game in January that they targeted so direct the way Darwin Nunes was able to run in behind Chelsea's defence the lack of speed in Chelsea's defence was a real real problem the distances between Chelsea as a team was a real problem then and Liverpool I think quickly worked out that because of that disconnect, if you could bypass Chelsea's initial press, there was this massive gaping hole to run into and that's where a lot of the goals came from. But in recent weeks, I think from an optimistic point of view, Chelsea have started to close down those spaces in a real good way. I mean, we look at the, the Villa game, particularly in central midfield. We look at the performance against Man City last weekend and the way the team dealt with that. I think part a lot of that has to do with changes in personnel, but then also maybe Pochettino himself realising how to get the best out of this group. So I would like to think those combination of things can can maybe change the way that game will play out tomorrow. Uh, because if if the same game... I know it sounds very obvious, but you know, it wasn't just a 4-1 hammering. It could have been a lot more than four goals Chelsea conceded at Anfield. So really, I think it's, it's Chelsea's ability to not only prevent that from happening and being transitioned on so regularly, but in also finding a way to repeat what we did so well against Liverpool at the very start of the season, where we exposed their high line at times, we're able to find gaps between their defense and midfield, who is going to be, who are going to be those players to do that, and how can we replicate the transition game we played against Man City, because there is space to exploit, I mean you watch Arsenal the way they did it so convincingly against Liverpool a few weeks ago, Liverpool are a proactive team, that's in their nature, that's what they do, so at times they will leave space in transition and it's whether Chelsea can deal with that and also without Alisson I do also think maybe that helps Chelsea a bit because he right had a good game against Chelsea in the last cup final we played but then also has has been trusted by Klopp for the whole of this run but you know I, I think a little bit like Edison you know Alisson is a is a goalkeeper who will be proactive he'll come off his line Is Kelleher to the same level? No. Does he have the same confidence level? Does that defense have the same trust in him? I'm not entirely sure. So it's whether Chelsea can capitalize on things like that. Small things that maybe make a difference in what a lot of finals turn out to be a very tight and cagey games. So going into my team, I'm not going to surprise a lot of people here. And I would be surprised if teams and predicted lineups, I haven't seen many to be honest, but I I would suspect people are going to be going with a very similar team that played last weekend. And I think it makes a lot of sense because of the performance level of those players. There is maybe a discussion and debate around certain personnel within the team. Uh, But this is my team. So Petrovic in goal. Hopefully for him, this is a really, really landmark moment. Of course, he, he saved the big penalty against Matt Ritchie that got Chelsea to the semi-final. And he had another really good performance against Man City. He's made some big saves. I think he's going to be called upon in this final at some point to make some big saves. I hope it's not on penalties, but he may be needed for that for that long, to be honest, because uh, there's no Kepa this time for people's uh, delight, probably, given what happened the last time Kepa was involved in a penalty shootout for Chelsea. Then in defense malo gusto love him as a player trust him explicitly he didn't start against liverpool last time and i think that from a transition point of view from a creative point of view he's shown his ability to make things happen in the final third but defensively too, up against some very good forwards like doku last week i mean i just thought a brilliant performance and and he's going to be ready for this game the back to axel disasi levi colwell that performance last week was all the evidence you needed that they could perform against a big team. And I think it's the time to give them another test. And Thiago Silva, even if he makes the bench, he makes the bench. It, it, it shouldn't be any more than that for me. Chelsea should now be looking beyond Thiago Silva. And this is the first team. So I think this is another big chance for them to to prove themselves. De the has had some brilliant performances. I mean, that performance last weekend was Exceptional if he can carry that type of display, it may win Chelsea a cup. It may you know lend itself to a an historic cup final performance. And Levi too, only recently back from injury. You saw the passion and the dedication and the precision of his performance. Ben Sherwell maybe can finally put some of those Wembley blues uh, behind him. And then in midfield, Enzo Fernandez Moises I said, I think both of these players are going to be huge especially when you think about Enzo Fernandez's performance, his performance right at the start of the season against Liverpool was amazing. The way he was able to break through Liverpool's uh, lines of press, you know, especially first-time passes, and then also running beyond the ball. I want to see a little bit of that. Again, I know people talk about his positioning, but we want to see at times those midfielders make runs beyond the ball, because sometimes that's how you break down a defence. But I think Enzo is going to be a key player for Chelsea tomorrow if Chelsea win. And, and obviously, I think it's the same for Moises Caicedo. The free behind the striker, we're going to go Kyle Palmer. He's been the big player for Chelsea. He scored the last time he went to Wembley with Man City. Again, does that count for anything? Probably not, uh, but he's going to be a big player for us. Conor Gallagher, I just can't see not starting a game like this and his performances have gone like that in recent weeks, which is really good to see ahead of a cup final. And then, yeah, I am going to still go Raheem Sterling. I've been very harsh on Sterling, but I think that Poch will go with him. He did score last week. He also is someone that I think Poch will look at and go, You've played in a lot of cup finals. This is the first cup final for Chelsea. And it's a stadium where Sterling has created some very good memories in his career. Again, we are talking intangible things here, but do they make a difference? Could they make a difference? My big concern with Sterling is the same concern I have with Sterling every single week, is is a inability at times to track back. Chelsea weren't exposed in that aspect last week. I think Sterling had a really good performance and of course he scored but we can't have what we had last time against Liverpool because down that right especially uh, Chelsea were really exploited in a a bad way and you've got to remember that that was a Liverpool team without Mohamed Salah, their best player. So uh, that in itself is a problem but I think Sterling will start. And in Nicholas Jackson, who has been creating goals, I think he's been he's been making a difference. I think he will be important in transition. You got to remember that Nicholas Jackson, Augusto these players did not start at Anfield, and I think that made a difference to Chelsea. In Kunku, I know for some people will be a player that that they want to start and maybe would play that in a similar way. Carnegie Kameka role that player in between Liverpool's defense and midfield to try and thread things together. And again, it's like big game, big players in Kunku, You've bought him for kind of big occasions, but he hasn't been starting games for Chelsea. And I still think they're being very, very cautious with him. And you never know how long this game goes, right? This could go to extra time and then the game stretches, it opens up and then suddenly a player like Nkunku becomes a a difference maker in the second half and into extra time. You you never know. I just can't see him starting this game. I know that may be a frustration to some people, but I think I'm just going to go with what has been working for Pochettino in recent weeks. Um, The only other thing I would do is then you move Jackson out to the left like we did against Aston Villa. Because against a higher line, I think he can prove to be really effective in that aspect, which Liverpool will, will will go with at times and Chelsea can maybe find opportunity with. But then who do you go with up front? I think that's the big question because he played Nani Madawake on the right. Against Aston Villa and that worked really well. The combinations between him and Gusto, and then you had Palmer and Gallagher kind of as a front two. It's whether he wants to have more of a natural centre forward in this game, because we didn't last time against Liverpool and it really didn't help us out. So that's a big question in itself. And I think Jackson did some good things the last time he played against Liverpool right at the start of the season. That's my starting eleven. Please let me know yours in the comments below. Fingers crossed, up the Chelsea. Maybe, just maybe, this is the time where Chelsea can end their Wembley curse. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this show. If you're a Chelsea fan and you want more carefree content, please do hit that subscribe button. Really helps the channel out, as well as the like button and sharing it around with friends so more people can get involved in the community. And you can follow Son of Chelsea across socials at Son of Chelsea on TikTok, on Instagram and on X. Thank you.